All right, y'all, welcome back. Welcome back here to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Of course, me, myself, as always, Sanders here. Got my boy Dupree here with me. Yes, sir. How we doing? How we doing, man? man? Happy belated Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 for sure. Happy belated Thanksgiving, man. Uh, man, it was, it was a good time, bro. I enjoyed my Thanksgiving, bro. You know, was out traveling and everything, but I enjoyed it. Sat there. You know, watch watch a lot of football. <laughs> Always a lot of football. Watch mm-hmm. a lot of football. You know, enjoy enjoy time with the family. Uh, watch a little bit. I watched a little bit of the parade. You know, the little the, the Macy's parade and everything oh, okay. like that. That's a little cool. You know, had the had the dog show showing a little bit for Naomi. You know, had her watch that a little bit. You know, and everything yeah. like that. So, yeah, man, it was it was good, bro. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good, man. It was good. It's been uh. Got down to South Carolina, spent time with my dad's side of the family, and we had a whole reunion for my grandmother's side of the family and everything. So I got to see all my cousins and everything from from that side, and met some other family members, you know, from around the way and everything. Like just you know, um, a good time really connect your family tree and really really see how everybody's connected, how everybody's related, and, and all that. So that it was cool, man. It was cool. Um, and then was able to go out in Georgia to see my my mom's folks and see my, my my mom's parents and everything too. So it was good, man. It was good. A good. He said, watch a lot of football. A lot of football. It's always good around Thanksgiving because you know you're going to get at least four days straight. So <laughs> at least four days straight. So we did. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was, it was good, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, uh, a wild, a wild Thanksgiving day, far yeah. as like a couple of games, uh, a crazy, crazy weekend just with college football, just with the rivalry games, man. A lot of, a lot of them came down to the wire, one possession yeah. games. I mean, which, which is what you expect, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, you know, regardless of record, you, you have to throw that out the window, man. Anything can happen. I mean, we saw, you know, uh, Kentucky get the upset win over Louisville, man. We yeah. saw. Uh, I mean, numerous games just went down to the wire. That one went down to the wire. Uh, Washington, Washington State went down to the yeah. wire. Auburn, uh, Alabama. I mean, <laughs> we were my my jaw dropped. We were. I couldn't believe it. Me, my brother, and my dad are standing in the room at my grandparents' house, and fourth and goal, like you got, like you got to go for it. And we talking about all these different stuff. Well, okay, it's got to be a hail mary. My dad's like, well, maybe if you run everybody to one side and have one guy, you know, by himself, maybe you can or have him run across the field. Something set up a one on one, and he threw that ball. And I'm, I'm like, all right, bro. I mean, here, here it go. Like, cause the the camera, you can't see him. Man, that, man, he caught that ball. We all, I, I know that didn't just happen. Like for real. Like for real. I know that didn't just happen. I know, I, I know. They did not just win this game like that. <laughs> bro, I sat there and I was like, when it happened, I sat, I just sat in my seat like this for about three minutes. I was just like. <laughs> like, of all the ways to lose that football game, if you're Auburn, for all the ways for you to lose that football game, then you lose it. Like, it's, that's, it's reminiscent of two years ago when they won the double overtime. When yeah, I've been yep. overtime. Yep. In the, when they in win the four overtime game. Yeah, uh brushing through that 
through the pass over there to that corner, the corner of the end mm-hmm. zone, the Brooks. Same, almost, almost the same almost, thing. Yeah, Alabama has to score to tie this game up, or in this case, has to score a touchdown to win this game, and they made a play. So that was, I mean, those games. I, I tell people all the time, man, like. Robert games for sure, but that Alabama Auburn game, man, it does not matter. Auburn could be 0 and 11, or it can be 11 and no, it does not matter. Alabama could have a rough year. It does not matter. That game, for some reason, man, that game is always close, no matter if one team should blow them out or not. That game, for some reason, that is always close. It is always close, man. Um, so yeah, that was a crazy one. That was a crazy. One. Yeah, that was that one. That one was a crazy one. Probably, yeah, the craziest game out of all of them for sure. Um, lad, that that this past weekend, man, mm-hmm. it was uh, it was it was wild for sure. And I mean, uh, a wild week just in general everywhere. Um, man, there was the last weekend of the of the regular season for for a lot of teams in in mm-hmm. college football, um, and you know, of course. When that happens, you kind of when you get to the end of the season, things happen where you know to progress where you're trying to figure out you know guys transferring or you know who's staying, who's going, declaring for the draft, mm-hmm. uh, you know coaches moving on, coaches getting <laughs> relieved of their duties and everything like that, and um, it hit home for us. Yeah, this this past weekend, uh, man. For those who don't know, we both attended Middle Tennessee State University. So, uh, seeing and hearing the news of uh, what now former head coach Rick Stockstill being being fired after being there for eighteen seasons, uh, kind of sent you know shockwaves really throughout the the, the MTSU community because uh, I, I felt like it was to the point you know he he'd been there so long that. I thought maybe they would allow it to where he could go out on his terms, you know, when he was ready um, instead of being fired. But uh, that's what ended up happening after, you know, after the loss to Sam Houston State, uh, the team finished four and eight this season, uh, probably which more than more cases than not was a disappointment this year, just because Mm -hmm. of the way that the conference USA landscape was now, it wasn't your normal, like, heavy hitters for the most part. You had a lot of new teams coming in. Um, mm-hmm. So you just kind of thought, you know, they would be in the mix of in that conversation of, you know, being in the mix of conference championship, maybe it, it, at worst case scenario, at least going to a bowl game after yeah. having a tremendous season last year um, and going to a bowl game. But I mean, 18 seasons, 113 wins. Uh, we're talking about, you know, a conference championship, uh, a CUSA East division championship, uh, was it nine, ten bowl games? I believe that you know mm-hmm. he, he he led there. So, um, in a way, a lot of success. But you know, for to some people, they felt like it was um, a lot of shortcomings, a lot of mishaps, mm-hmm. uh, especially you know over the last five seasons in conference play. You know, they were under five hundred, sixteen and twenty-two. So uh, we come to it to where they make the decision and. One half is kind of like rejoicing somewhat, I guess, and a little bit or ecstatic. And then there's the other half where they're kind of like, this was not the right move. Why would you do this? 
I don't understand. Like mm-hmm. it's it's deeper than what the surface is, in which I feel like that's what it is. And I and I know what it what it really is is it's the disconnect between you know fans, sponsors, donors, whoever, alumni, and what they see on the surface. And then we got you know guys like I'm not gonna lie, bro. This was the most active I've seen Alex <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> the, the Alex Dale, bro, by the way, bro, that I've seen on I, Twitter. I, I've you know, seen him get like that before. For yeah, I mean, true, true. He he has history of it, but it's like it's the first time in a while I've seen him like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this mm-hmm. active on Twitter, and which I and rightfully so. So that's why I believe that you know there's there's you know there's the fans and you know alumni whoever else who just sees the surface and then there's guys like alex guys like yourself who you know who was under you know under coach stocks wing you know played for him and everything like that mm-hmm. you guys know more than yeah. probably what the average you know person knows you know what i mean so and i think there's there's a disconnect of where you got that one side that's like cheering and saying, you know, oh, I'm finally glad this is over with. And then, you know, there's the other side, bro. Like, I'm giving, I'm as a former player, I'm just gonna give you the floor to to speak your piece, my brother. Uh, well, first, first, um, I appreciate Coach Stock for everything that he's done for me, um, giving me the opportunity to continue to play the game that I love after high school. Um, didn't really know. What I was going to, if I wanted to play, I knew I wanted to play. Uh, but this kind of kind of came down to, to two and um, ended up deciding to come to MTSU. Uh, my uncles played at MTSU. My uncles in the Hall of Fame at MT. Um, and so it kind of, it, it made sense. It felt like home. And um, I, I mean, I love, I love MTSU, man. I love it. I love it. Um, loved every second of it. And Coach Stock is a big reason why. Um, I think he's just made everybody feel like they were a part of something bigger than themselves. Um, and it's still a lot. I mean, it's still a lot. There's still times. <laughs> there's still times where I walk in the building and I'll have a hat on, and I just remember him doing this. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, all you feel what I'm saying? Like so, it's just it's just little stuff like that, man. A lot of a lot of things now getting to the coaching profession. A lot of things that he has said and said to us while I was in that team meeting room, I now turn around and say back to the guys that I'm coaching. Um, and I know he's impacted a lot of a lot of people, players, coaches. Administrators, I mean, trainers, anybody that was that was had anything to do and was a part of MTSU while he was there for those eighteen years. I know he he's played a part in um in who they are. Um, so that part, man, it it, it sucks. But also, too, being in this profession, I understand, and I know Coach Stock understands. Like, it's a business, and. This year for me, just outside looking in, it was frustrating. It was because you have performances like they had against Liberty where they are going tick for tack. I mean, they're in the game and you have a late turnover that is that ultimately probably is a, you know, cost you the game. And then you have a, a, a game where you go and play New Mexico State and the score is 13 to 7. 
So like you have, you know, you you it is ebbs and flows, man, ebbs and flows. And I and I wasn't there, so I I don't know all I was I don't know all the details of what was going on throughout the season. But I know it was rough. Um and so when you have a season like that, it's 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 tough. And there might be, you know, it might be a change that, you know, administration is looking to make. Um but Coach Stock has been coaching with one hand tied behind his back the whole time he was at MCHC. Point blank, period. I knew when I was playing, I knew when I was playing, there was an issue. There was a problem. People used to ask me all the time, man, would I go back to MT to coach? And there was always hesitation, not, not for the people that were there, not because of the people that was there, but because of some of the other stuff that needs to get taken care of. If I just go into recruiting, it is an arms race. Recruiting now is an arms race, and you have to keep up with time to be able to recruit and get good players. You have to. It just is what it is. It is no longer a thing, and, and I think this even goes back to before I got there. It is not no longer, you know, facilities might were, were a part of recruiting and have always been a part of recruiting, but I don't think they, it hasn't. I don't think it was as big when Coach Stock first got to MTSU. I put it like that. And now, 18 years, facilities are a huge part. You see, Alabama is updating they, their facilities look like every two, three years, man. And they're like, they don't need to, but they do because I want to stay top of the line. So I got to do something because all these other schools in this conference are doing stuff. If you go and you look, at Conference USA now, there are nine teams including MTSU. MTSU is in the bottom third in the conference when it comes to facilities. I know it, and I don't have to go and look. I promise you, I know it. I know it's in the bottom third. I know it's in the bottom third. Liberty just got into the conference. I know their facilities are better. WKU, your rival, 100 miles of hate. I know their facilities are better than MTSU's. La Tech has the Davidson Complex. We played down there. I, I believe that was my – that might be the first year I was at MTSU. Played down there. They had the Davidson Complex. That facility is better. Excuse me. That's not to count when Marshall was in the, was in the conference, when uh, Southern Miss was in the conference, not to mention when uh, UTSA was in the conference. And UTSA was not great when – before, at the beginning, when I first got to MTSU, when Charlotte was in the conference, now you added Jacksonville State, and they're solid. So you're in the bottom third now with nine teams. You're in the bottom third in facilities. Now, they just broke ground on a new facility, and that's great. I, I, it's great that they're doing that. I'm glad that we finally, we've finally been able to do that. But I've heard about that for forever, man. I've heard about that for forever. And I get it. There's things that got to happen. You got to have money. You got to have different things to be able to to 
fund that type of of building. But how long does it take, man? What what what? You're not gonna. You can't win. You can't win with some of the stuff that MP was having to, to, to deal with. You just you you going into a gunfight with a knife. When you in recruiting, if I'm recruiting a kid and you recruiting a kid, Sanders, we might have the same relationship with the kid. He might, he might love us both. We had different schools. He might love both of us. But your school has better facilities, has a better weight room, locker room, training room. You got these, all these, now you got all these hyperbolic chambers and hot tub, cold tub. You got nutrition station, all that stuff. If our relationship is the same, if we both got the same program that they want, where do you think the kid going? Where do you think he going? What you want the man to do? What do you want him to do? And I've seen the fans, and that's why Dale, I, Dale has done it before, where Dale has gone at fans on Twitter, so it didn't surprise I know it didn't surprise you. I'm not saying it surprised you. But it didn't surprise me because he's done it before. Fans talking about, you know, they... You know, like you said, fans are happy that, you know, he, you know, we finally making a move and he's getting out of here and stuff. People are acting like they were going to the games anyway. They got like they were going to the games anyway. Go look up 2018 UAB MTSU Conference USA Championship game. It looked like it was a damn spring game in the stadium. We hosted a conference championship game and there was nobody there. We didn't play at 11 o'clock. We didn't play it was in the afternoon. I was at the game. It was in the afternoon. We hosted a conference championship game, man. You couldn't even fill up the stadium. It ain't like it ain't like Floyd Stadium holds sixty thousand people. I ain't even say. I think Floyd Stadium hold twenty eight. I think it hold twenty eight. It won ten thousand people in the stands, man, for a conference championship game at home on campus. So you can't support when we have a when when you have a conference championship game on your home turf. Everybody talking about now they go now they want to come to game. So what? So it, we we weren't worthy to come and see when we were playing for a conference championship. But now Coach Stark is gone, and now you're willing to come back around. Now you're willing to come back around. The man just they just beat Miami last year. Let's not forget they just drug Miami last year. Just drug them. Just drug them. Did I to not go too far? Like I, there are things that you need to be able to run and have a successful college football program. To run a successful college football program, and there are those things were not all there at MTSU. While Coach Stock was there, so everybody that's talking about all the all the recruits that were in Milton to see the left and all this stuff. Yeah, okay, cool. I want you to go and look at the schools that they were going to. Just look in state. You can just look in state. You can just look in state. You had to go to Tennessee State for a pro day because Tennessee State had an indoor, and MT didn't. A group of five Division One football program now. 
Had to go to Tennessee State, an hour away to Nashville, an hour. Because TNC State is on the other side of Nashville, a whole hour away for to to compete and and do your do your pro day. You couldn't even do it at MTSU. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? What are we exactly talking about? I what disconnect? I, I don't the disconnect that people are talking about, and, and I, don't, I don't I don't understand it. Go to a game, and you'll see it, and you'll see it. Sanders, I literally, and you know this person, I'm not going to put them out there. Literally, that last year when we played for the conference championship, somebody literally asked me, or not, not so much asked me, but made a statement that they thought we weren't that good that year. Now, this is them not knowing. This is them not going to a game. How we just we play for a conference title. Oh, for real? You go to the school. You go to the school. What you mean? What do you what what do you mean? What do you mean? So that's on Coach Stop? That people not coming to the games? That's on Coach Stop. That's on Coach Stop that we're not getting every recruit. That y'all that people think that we should get, it's not gonna happen. You're not gonna get every recruit. You're not going to. The wins and losses, I hear you. I hear you. But he just came off a back-to-back, literally back-to-back ball wins two years in a row, or uh, Hawaii, excuse me, Hawaii, then the Bahamas. And this year was, like I said, this year was rough. From that standpoint, man, I, 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 I'm coaching. I'm in college football. I'm coaching. I hear you. I get it. I get it. But for all of the... The finally he's gone and like just some of the all of that. I'm like, man, y'all, y'all, people don't understand, man. People do not understand. And I'm like I said, I'm glad they building a new facility and everything. I'm I'm glad they finally getting that together. But MT has been behind the eight ball. They've been eight years behind for a long time. They've been eight years behind. For a long time, when it was when they should have been upgraded stuff, while while we were at MT, while I was there, they should have been doing stuff to try was, to keep up. I was just about to ask you that. Do you think? Because I can't, I can't necessarily speak on, or we can't necessarily speak on the time from when Coach Stock first got there to before we were there. You know, there was there were some ebbs and flows there, essentially too, mm-hmm. but. We're talking about from the, that time from let's just let's just even be real with it before the even a little bit before the time we got let's say twenty twelve from the time from twenty twelve mm-hmm. to twenty eighteen there was never a losing season the worst I think the worst season was twenty fourteen at six and six other than that it was yeah. it was it was seven eight it was seven eight wins consistent going to bowl games uh, like you said had a conference championship game in twenty eighteen do you think they just that was should have been the time that they should have been working that on. Been, that should have been the window. In 2012, they beat Georgia Tech and went eight and four. We got I got there. In my years where I was there, we played Alabama, Vanderbilt, multiple times, Illinois, Minnesota, Missouri, beat Missouri, 
Syracuse beat Syracuse, Georgia, Kentucky. Uh, listen, I believe that's it. We played all those schools, beat two of them. So from 2012, from 2012 to when I was there, 2018, you beat three Power Five schools. Three Power Five schools. From 15 to 18, when I was there, you went to four straight board bowl games and won one. Something should have been done during that. You were hot. That's when you were hot. That's when you were hot and you were rolling. Something had to give, man. Something yeah. had to give. You, you had to do something during that window of time to help yourself out. There were other schools building stuff, building stuff, building new stuff on their campus while we're going to play them. Upgrading stuff. Upgrading facilities, doing this, doing that, whatever it might be, doing things to help better the program. People ask why they why does MT play all these big schools all the time? Well, not just MT, but other small schools play big schools all the time because you get paid. So you can help do stuff and get stuff for your program. So you can help do stuff and help your program. To know Coach Stock is to know that he cared about his players, he cared about winning, and the dudes that played for him played hard for him. I ain't heard Coach – I saw Coach Stock get pissed one time while I was there at MTS. You just lose it one time. He was – just, I mean, just really, I mean, just cool. Just a cool mannered dude, but he knew how to relate. He knew how to talk to people, and he knew how to get his guys ready to play ball. And you can't tell me that from that time frame, you said 2012 to 2018, you can't tell me that, that during that time where you had that run where there, there weren't any discussions, any talks, nothing. Nothing was, could nothing be done to help your man's out, to help him. It's an arms race. It's an arms race, man. I'm, we talk about it at the school I'm at now. You go to these different campuses, you see these different facilities, you see their stadium, you see this, you see that. All right, man, how can, what, we gotta, we gotta do something. You have to. And MT behind been behind the eight ball, man. The locker room is in the bottom of the Murphy Center, man. The locker room is down the bottom of the Murphy Center. I remember going to the locker room my uncle played back in the 90s, early 2000s. I remember. I remember going to the locker room. You got to help your man's out. It's, been, it's at least, I'll say like this, at least for 18 years, that facility might not change for the 18 years that Coach Stock was there. And I can't speak on it because I wasn't there in 2006, but it might not have changed, man. It might not have changed. And so I definitely thought, to your point earlier, I definitely thought that it was kind of going to be on his timing. Like kind of, you know, when Coach Stock was like, all right, you know, 
when he decided to kind of ride off to the subset and be done, I thought that's how I was going to roll. Like I said, it, it didn't happen that way. Um, but you wonder why you can't beat WKU. You wonder why, you know, you lose to, you know, this school or that school or whatever it is, man. Like, if anybody, I'll just tell you like this. Go look at 2018 UAB MTSU Conference USA Championship game. And then y'all go look up. Go look at all the schools in Conference USA right now, all the current teams, there's nine of them. Go look at their facilities, and you rank them, and you let me know. But it's all love to Coach Stock. It's all love to Coach Stock, all love to the coach staff. A lot of the coaches that were, were there when I was playing are still there. Some of my teammates are now, you know, some of my former teammates are now coaching there too. So it's all love, man. And I hope that the new coach that come in, I hope he does well. Like, I don't, this is not like a, like, I'm going to hate the next coach and everything like that, man. I'm still going to support and everything, man. I hope he comes in and does a great job and gets it rolling because I definitely think when she could be like a Liberty ranked and being one of these New Year, New Year's, I thought we could have did when I was there, you know. Especially with the stuff discussion that we played, you know, be one of these New Year's six balls and everything like that. I definitely think it could happen. Um, so definitely gonna support whoever the new coach is. Um, but yeah, man, there's there's more to it, man. There's more to it. And so all the fans, some of they come back and support now. The only question I have is where were you seven years ago? That's it. Yeah, it's a, I don't know, it's a, it's a odd situation just because of how it is. Um, Cause I feel like some of that stuff is not necessarily is or was, is or was Coach Stock's fault. If we know, like, campus should have known that there was a conference championship game. That Saturday, you know what I mean? Like that's going into marketing, and the, and that's that's for a whole another. We could have a whole yeah. episode on this, so but, you know but, I don't want to. But you, but you right though, like. But I'm, but you know, I'm saying I, I feel like a lot. I feel like a lot of times, bro. I feel like a lot of times, bro. And this is me, me. This is me just talking as just a former student. I feel like I feel like a lot of times. Now, granted, I, I may be the exception just because of you know my love for sports, my love of football, I was, for the most part, if I didn't have to, you know, if I didn't have to work or I didn't have something that I, I couldn't miss out on that I had to go do, mm-hmm. I would go to a game. Yeah, you know, like, literally, like, li- even even the year I, like, the, the year I graduated, I was I was still going to games. Like, <laughs> I was still yep. going to games, you know what I mean? Like, right then and there. So, that, you know, I for so I'm, I may be the exception to it, but I feel like if we went to go survey – 10 random students and if they knew if we had a game that Saturday I feel like you can only maybe three would know mm-hmm. and I'm probably being generous I'm probably being generous saying three mm-hmm. you know so like you said at that point now does that go does that fall on co-stock I mean you know what I mean like if the product is being put out there and it's a good product who is supposed to reel that in to let people know that it, it I mean, it's it's simple, right? We, I, you know, not to go off subject with it, but we we're seeing it like with Keith Lee, right? You know what I mean? Like he go, 
do a food review. You know, next thing you know, like people are flocking. You feel Business me? Like it's, booming. <laughs> you feel me? You know, so it's just like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> you so. know. But like I said, that 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 right there, that's a that's a part two. That'd be a whole another separate episode <laughs> that we'll need with it, man. But mm-hmm. uh I mean, man, yeah, Coach Stock was a great guy, man. Great, great person, great human. Uh the couple times that I spoke with him before. I you know nothing, nothing bad on it either. Whoever the new coach may be, uh, hopefully you know that they give they give them time, they give them what they need, you know, mm-hmm. and everything like that to kind of to catch up with everything. And you know, to the people who always were there and were supporting, keep supporting. Um, the ones who for some reason just wanted to leave and now you want to come back. Okay, let's 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 put up a shut up. You know, what we what we gonna do? You know, so. That's that on that, man. So, 18 years is a long time. Um, it is, man. It is. It's <laughs> best, you there best, for best, Yeah. There for a while. To, to, to be, yeah, to be there for almost two decades, man. I mean, that's that's yeah. why I feel like at that point, you might as well let him go out when he wants to. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, you know, you, but. Nah, man. You there for a while. Yeah. Uh man, but someone who wasn't <laughs> there for a long time at their <laughs> next stop, uh going into the pros. Speaking of coaches still being fired, um Boy. Frank Wright up there in Carolina, uh let go after after their game this past week. Uh, one in ten start for Carolina. Um so it's not looking good. Uh yeah, at one point where he was in charge of the play call, and then he gave up the duties, and then he got it right back, and just a lot was going on. But now we're kind of here. We're kind starting to hear that it was a lot of almost kind of similar to what was going on here, a lot of internal stuff that's coming out now that we're figuring out that essentially Frank Wright wanted C.J. Stroud, but – uh, David Tepper wanted Bryce Young, so now we're hearing that you know that, that you know you made made the trade up to go get up to the number one pick, and originally the head coach wants C.J. Stroud, the the owner wants Bryce Young, so now there's a rift there. And not saying that maybe Frank Wright didn't like doesn't like Bryce Young, but mm-hmm. you know it's just what he had a preference. Yeah, and that doesn't happen, and now. Uh, you know, we got, you know, which which is in a way it's kind of normal for a rookie quarterback for the most part. Sometimes every now and again, we have some great rookie quarterbacks. But a lot of times, you know, normally the greats end up having – Peyton Manning is one of the better, best quarterbacks ever. He had a terrible rookie season. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so, you know, this is not, it's not all, you know, predicated on Bryce Johnson. He had a bad year. Trevor Lawrence had a terrible rookie season. and He's had it turned around here the past two years. Um, but – I just for with with Carolina, what I guess what the problem is is that the fact that all the draft capital that you gave up <laughs> uh to move up, you know, you mm-hmm. grab Bryce Young, but essentially the O line is still bad. There's really no real playmakers there for him. I mean, no disrespect to, you know, Miles Sanders or Adam Thielen or, you know, DJ Shark, any of those guys, but None of them, you know, jump out and scare you anymore like maybe they used to back then. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, it's tough, tough that that happened for him. Um, man, what do you think just just went wrong for Coach Wright 
in Carolina? Because it seemed like, you know, when the hire was made, it's going to be a good hire. You know, offensive guy, former quarterback. Mm-hmm. Obviously, once Carolina made the trade with Chicago, you knew that they was jumping up to take a quarterback, you know, oh, yeah. trying to figure out who it was. But obviously, you don't make that jump and not take a quarterback. So, you know, sitting there waiting on that. But, you know, what I guess two two questions on it is what went wrong for Coach Wright to where it led to this decision? And then where on a scale of one to ten does this job even seem okay to want to take? Because there's you don't have pretty much, a, you know, you don't have a first-round pick now. Uh for the, this upcoming draft. So your, your draft capital is kind of limited. Uh, I'm not sure how they are on free agency with their cap money. Yeah. Uh, but what, <laughs> what, who, who ends up wanting to come take that job? Yeah. To your first question, it probably was the decision to go with Bryce Young instead of CJ Stroud. It's always, it's always tough when, <laughs> head coach wants somebody and the owner wants somebody else or the, or the head coach wants somebody and the GM wants somebody else so you had that little rift and everything with that and really to be honest man it's it just the Panthers are just bad and I, I didn't think that I didn't think they would be good this year but I did not think they would be this bad um, I thought the defense over the last couple of years have definitely been playing better than what they were um, I like Bryce Bryce Young, I like C.J. Stroud as well. But to me, to me, only wants one guy, GM, whoever it is, but the only wants one guy, head coach wants another. You gotta, you gotta give the head coach his guy. Like if he, if he wants this guy, you gotta, you gotta give it to him, man. Like this is a first time, well, not first time head coach, but you bring him in. He's back with the Panthers. He was the first quarterback <laughs> to play. <laughs> For the Panthers, like you gotta, you gotta help your man's out. So if he wants this particular guy, you gotta get him this guy so he can help. You know, whatever vision he has for the organization, he can see it through with whoever that might be. Whether in like, it was apparently, apparently with C.J. Stroud, but they couldn't protect for him. I mean, C.J. Bryce, excuse me, Bryce Young is not a big guy, but he's back there getting. Pummeled. They don't have a run game. The trade for when they gave away DJ Moore, that does not look like a good, a good trade now because, like you said, you don't have any weapons. I thought that the Miles Sanders, I thought that the Miles Sanders pickup was going to bowl better for them, but it really hasn't worked out. They let go of Deuce Staley, too, who's a running back coach, associate head coach. They let go of him as well. The defense just hasn't been playing well. So for your second question, I don't know. You said so <laughs> within what I rank it, 10 being a slam dunk and one being stay the hell away. A three? Yeah, I'm thinking a three. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like you say, you you don't have your first round pick. Now you have a quarterback. And Bryce Young is not bad. I do not think that Bryce Young is bad. What What, what I don't want to happen is – what happened to Baker Mayfield? Do I think Bryce Young is better than Baker Mayfield? Yes. But Baker Mayfield was balling. But Baker Mayfield had four or five OCs in his first four or five seasons. Mm-hmm. 
and then Baker Mayfield started doing this. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I I hope they can get somebody in Carolina and keep him there, so Bryce Young can develop. Because what I what I happen is if this trend continues, let's just say over the next three years they have to they hire another two. OCs or another, they got to get another head coach or whatever it is. It's not going to be all oh, the Panthers organization is bad. It's going to be Bryce Young sucks. Yeah, he doesn't play well. It's going to be that he's a bad quarterback. He's a bust. They should have took CJ, especially if CJ Sharkey's playing the way he's been playing. They should have took CJ and not Bryce. Bryce is a bust. When <laughs> to be real, Bryce probably isn't a bust. He's just been playing in three different systems. And he's trying to figure out how not to get killed every Sunday. So no draft capital. I don't know what I don't know what their what their uh what their salary cap looks like. I have no clue what that looks like. But you don't have any weapons for real. The weapons that you have are kind of on there. Adam Thielen is older. Um LaVisca Chenault, he's you know, he's cool. Uh, what's what's uh, my guy from LSU? I can't even think of it. Uh, DJ Shark, DJ Shark, DJ Shark. But what's my yeah. uh, the other guy? Oh, Terrence Marshall, Terrence Marshall, Terrence Marshall. Yeah, he really blossomed. He really hasn't really come into his own yet. Like I said the whole running back deal with Miles Sanders that really hasn't worked out. So you got you got to get an old line to protect. You got to protect Barson. So you got to get some guys in there to help protect your quarterback. And then you got to get them some weapons. Until then, man, it's, it's, it's going to be rough in Carolina. So, um, I always, I always firing a guy during this during the season is always rough. That always kind of is rough for me. But I think it also speaks to what you led going into this topic was there had to be more going on. You're not just gonna let a guy go. More more times than not, you're gonna let a guy finish out throughout. Finish the season, yeah. For them to let him go during the season, midway through it, the midpoint of the season, there was some stuff going on in terms of that. It just couldn't be ignored, and there was too much going on, so they had to they had to make a change. So it's tough. It's tough. Obviously, I mean, how much do I really care? Not really, because they're in our division. They can go 0-17 for all I care. Thanks, because now I'm like, now. Well, but yeah, because now I'm like. I don't hate the Panthers, but I also yeah. like, okay, whatever. Because uh, right. <laughs> like, now I'm like, hearing all this, now I'm thinking, man, thank goodness y'all didn't draft CJ, bro. <laughs> you know, he was going to be playing like this, be- but. But th- but then on the flip side, I mean, we 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 talking about the deficiencies that Carolina has. Who's to say that CJ wouldn't be struggling the same way that Bryce is right now, just because they of it too, man? Yeah, you know, so. you know. So it's just it, it it may not, you know. And I know people are gonna do that. That's what that's what people like to do now. They like to sit here and compare each time a new draft class coming out. They want to compare this guy to this guy, and sure. you know what's what's especially at that position at the quarterback position is. Yeah, you know, you know, whatever. Each year, each year when the, the draft class come out, they always gonna compare. I mean, you know, there was, I mean, you know, two thousand four. There's 
There's there's 08 with Flacco and Ryan. There's mm-hmm. you know 20 the 2012 class. You know RG3 yeah. Lug. You know us, and then you got you know Wentz and Golf in 2016. You know it's just on and on and on. They are gonna always compare, try mm-hmm. to compare each you know each each guy whatever unfair or unfairly. So you know that I think that part of it is kind of annoying um, for sure because I mean especially you know the fact that it's just we, we're not even finished with the first season yet. Like we we really don't. Yeah. No. You know what I'm saying? What's going to really happen? You can't really consider, you know, that this guy isn't a hit or this is a bust or anything like that. Like, whatever. But it's just, I mean, it just kind of sucks, you know what I'm saying? If you're a Carolina fan, I mean, like I said, mm-hmm. to a certain, you know, me, ah, you know, I don't think that, you know, it, you know, that you had the years of Cam Newton and there's a couple of years before that, but, you know, I always. I always thought that you know, for me as, as a Falcon fan, that you know the Panthers that that's that's a little broke. You know what I'm saying? They little broke. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like every now and again, they gonna win something, you know, because that's what little bro gonna do. But you know, you you, you know, you know, you be you know, you big bro compared to you know, compared to you know, like the other teams to a little bit. You know, it's it's a little bit more of a dog fight. But I feel like, eh, you know, that's. Okay, you it's beat cute. me. Ah, oh, okay, but I, but what about the other? How oh, you beat me this one time? But what about the other nineteen times I done beat you yeah, like the last yeah, twenty? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, you know. So it's just that's just that. But um, I mean, yeah, not sure who they maybe you know may try to look at. I don't know. It's you know we still got a ways ways to go. Could be a couple of assistant coaches that, that's out here that's looking to maybe get jobs again. I mean, who who knows, man? DQ might end up being another head coach again. Uh, yeah, you know, so it's 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 so many other, you know, it's a lot. I don't know if I want him in the division because he's gonna draft some defense, he's gonna get some boys, yeah. so I yeah. woman. but he's making the case, man. He's making the case for it for sure, yeah, yeah, might get brought to LA, mm. the charges. Yeah. They already got some pieces there. I'm just, I know we getting, yeah, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chargers might not you know. be, I mean, you got a quarterback. You got Boston, Khalil, Mack, Asante Samuel Jr., Derwin James. You got Kenneth Murray, linebacker, like. Yeah, they, they got too many guys for their defense to be that bad. <laughs> yeah. They, they got too many guys for their defense to be that bad. So. Brandon Staley. You might be in some trouble. Oh, the, oh, he no, nah, ain't no mic. He 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 on the clock, bro. Yeah, he on the clock. I'm I'm gonna be real with you. He on the clock. You know, they it's, they might not want to say it, but he on the clock, bro. He on the clock. But, I, I would be I would be shocked if he was the head coach. If he was the head coach next year, I'd be shocked. You, I, I would I mean, too. Utterly, I'm like, I. He's the what? He's still the head yeah, coach, right? Right. <laughs> Right. What? All right. Well, I guess that's what we doing now, huh? Okay. Facts. Cool. <laughs> cool. Man. But we moving along now, man. We getting down to pretty much the 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 stretch run of the season. Um week thirteen coming up. Uh and, and man, honestly, outside of maybe a couple of divisions, man, it's the division race for most of these divisions are still up for grabs, man, to a certain extent. It's, it's, it's very, very, very close. Uh, I know for me, the, the the first division I'm looking at, which to me, uh, I don't know if you if you looking at it too, but I said the NFC North. I mean, although, yes, Detroit is sitting at 8-3, and three, 
Um, mm. They didn't look this. They didn't look that well on Thanksgiving um, against the, against the Green Bay Packers. So they let one slip away. Uh, even though Minnesota had a bad game this past Monday night, sitting at six and six, those two teams hadn't played each other yet. So uh, you know, it's, it's it's getting close to the time to where that's up for grabs, man. Uh, I mean, the AFC North <laughs> is so it's it's, it's loaded. <laughs> it's loaded, even though you know Baltimore has basically like a, a two game lead there, but they've already lost one to Pittsburgh. So you know they yep. they chugging along. Cleveland's moving along. It's it's crazy. Then of course, um, it still is the worst division in football, but it's it's coming down to it, man. The NFC South. I mean, nobody's over five. Nobody's over five hundred. But mm-hmm. I mean, after the win this past Sunday, uh, the Atlanta Falcons sitting in first place just because of. Uh, more importantly, haven't lost a division game yet. They won all their yep. division games so far, and, you know, that's what matters, man. But uh, which – and, and this is some other ones that you see, but which ones out of those three is just kind of like you are most excited for to see what happens to come down to in that division? I don't think it's the AFC North because I think that Baltimore is going the wrong way with that one. I think that Cleveland's defense is – Good. I think that Pittsburgh's defense is good, but Cleveland being down to Sean Watson and then Kenny Kenny Pickett kind of being out. The offense exploded in the first time they've had four hundred yards and how you know whatever. It's the first time they outgained their opponent in how many games. Uh, but I just don't know if Pittsburgh. I don't think Pittsburgh has the horses to run with Baltimore when it comes down to it. Now. Like you said, they're going to have to beat Pittsburgh here coming up soon. Um, the NFC North could get dicey. It could get dicey. That was not a good look for Detroit on, on, on Thanksgiving Day. That was a bad loss. That was a, I don't, I, if anybody bet and took the money line on Detroit to win, they were sick. Because I don't, I don't know how many people actually would have picked Green Bay to win that football game, especially how Detroit had been playing all year. But just recently, like, they've been playing well. And uh, to play like that at home against Green Bay, that's rough. And they're fortunate that, <laughs> that Minnesota lost um, prior to that because Minnesota was reeling off wins and looking like they were about to make a, you know, make, make a serious run for, for it. I'm gonna say the NFC South one. I'm homer. I'm gonna be a homer for a second. It is what it is. Call it what you want. Whatever. All right. NFC South. It is the worst division in football. If you look at record wise, it is the worst division in football. Um, but you got teams. You got the Falcons sitting at five and six. The Saints sitting at five and six. And the Tampa Bay sitting at four and seven. I think this is gonna come down to the Falcons and the, the Eights. Excuse me. Gonna come down to the Falcons and the Eights. Um, but right, like you said, right now, what's separating the Falcons from everybody else in the division? Three and oh, you beat Tampa Bay, you beat Carolina, you beat the Saints. Now you're going to end the year going down to New Orleans, going down there to New Orleans. All right, so in a couple weeks, they play uh, the Jets this week, but in a couple weeks, you come up to Charlotte and play the Panthers. I think if they can keep winning, you keep winning your divisional games, you got a shot. All right, you do not want to go down to New Orleans playing for the for the division crown. 
you want to lock this thing up before you have to go down there to New Orleans to play in the Superdome. Okay. If you go down there in Superdome and the, and the division is on the line, let you know something right now. It's gonna, I'm, I'm going to be a little tight. I'm going to be a little tight because playing down there hasn't – we've been all right going down there, but I, I, I just – I don't know. I'd be real nervous trying to go down there and play for, for a divisional crown. Um, Carolina obviously is out of it. Tampa is still in it. Tampa is sneaky, um, but just like I, I, I don't know about I don't know about Baker, um, but with the Falcons and the Saints, you got two really good defenses. The Falcons are ranked seventh in the league. Their total defense, I, I believe, New Orleans is like nine in the NFL. Their total defense as well. So you got two good defenses. It's the and if you watch the game, I know you watch the game on Sunday. It's the there are little crucial not little, but there are crucial mistakes that both teams make that ultimately cost them football games. You got the pick six that that Derek Carr threw that got Atlanta started on there, uh, got Atlanta on the board, but then at the end of the half, Atlanta's driving down the Desmond Ritter. Now, granted, I do not believe that was on him. He's our Robinson, like he stopped running. But regardless, he threw a pick. You're going in to score a touchdown or at least get some points on the board. You can double dip because you get the ball coming out of half and you throw a pick in the in the rare zone. Stuff like that is going to get you beat, especially when you get to the playoffs. Uh so how that how that race fizzles out, I think I think out of those three, the NFC South is gonna have the tightest race. I think that Detroit is gonna pull away just like I believe Baltimore will. So I think that that in that NFC South is gonna be the most intriguing because it could be one of those old NFC East type deals where the last the last week could determine who's going to the playoffs and who's going home. Yeah, same for me. I've always thought that uh, even before the season started, I, I felt like the division was coming down between Atlanta and New Orleans. I didn't think I didn't think the other two teams mattered. I felt like it was gonna come between them just because number one, they both had the uh they had the top two easiest schedules as far as percentage wise from everybody's record last year. And statistics mm-hmm. just shows that whoever ends up having the the easiest or second easiest normally makes their playoffs I think like eighty percent of the time. So it was just kinda like it was set up for them to be like, mm-hmm. all right, y'all one of y'all gonna have to do it. Somebody's gonna have to win the division anyway. So that's just it is what it is. But I'm gonna say this real quick to uh, Atlanta Falcon Twitter and just Atlanta Falcon fans in general. I've seen a lot of people talking about, "I don't want us to do this. We should, we should not try to win any more games because how are we gonna end up getting the quarterback for the draft next year? And 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 if we do that, then next year we're gonna have a first place schedule, and we're not that good anyway. So why we want to do that?" Bump all that. We ain't been to the playoffs in five seasons. I don't. I, I don't. I don't care. I don't care if we win the division and we got to end up playing Dallas and we lose by three. To if, if that, you know, I'm just talking. If that happens, yeah. I don't care. I don't care. The Mercedes Benz Stadium hasn't seen a playoff game, bro. An NFL playoff game. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They haven't seen it. We, we haven't. The Mercedes-Benz Stadium hasn't seen an NFL playoff. I don't give a damn 
about no trying to get in no position in no draft. We ain't been to the playoffs in five years. Yeah, we gotta get back. It's it's time for that. This the schedule is gonna be rough anyway. I already looked at the twenty four schedule, so it don't matter what place we in. The schedule's gonna be rough anyway because we got, if I'm not mistaken, we got the uh we got the AFC West and the NFC East. So we seeing oh, Dallas, we seeing Dallas Philly already next year anyway. We seeing Kansas City next year anyway. It don't yeah. It don't matter. It don't matter. At that point, we just determining if we're gonna see the 49ers. If we end up being first, it'll be if we see, see the 49ers, or if we end up being second, it'll be Seattle. It, whatever. It, it, yeah. I, th- none of that don't matter to me. The schedule for next year is going to be rough regardless. So we might as well just go ahead, get up in there. Yeah. And at that point, it's, it's, it's anybody's ball game because we've seen it numerous times where they're supposed to be a, a, where a home underdog or anybody an underdog in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and they end up winning. It gives you a shot. Yeah. We. Y'all got to stop that, bro. Y'all just <laughs> that that yeah, has to stop. Game, if 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 we were sitting, if we were sitting eleven games in, and you talking we three and eight, four and seven, cool. I ain't too much tripping. We five and six, man. We are five and six, and we are first place in the division. You still can get a court if we win the division. Say say they finish the year nine and seven or nine and eight. Say they finish, say they finish here eight, and they win the division. They still get a top fifteen pick. They still get a top fifteen pick, even if you, even if you make the playoffs, if you end up, excuse me, you, even if you end up making the playoffs, you still can end up with a top fifteen, top sixteen pick, because Carolina does not have a pick, and you can always move up. Now I do, but now I do agree. We do need to be in the market. We need to get a quarterback. Like Desmond proved, we need a quarterback, all right? We need a quarterback. So, I'm with him on that. That's cool. That's cool. But but we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah. Get to the playoffs. Get to the playoffs. Because I think we'll be able to make a move. I think we got enough draft. uh, I think we got enough draft capital and picks and stuff together to finagle something. If we need to move up, we could. But, yeah, nah, man. I want to get to the playoffs, man. I'm tired of not being. This is it's been a while. Like you said, it's been five years, man. We went on a run. You, Atlanta was on a run where you they were in the playoffs. It, it wasn't a question. Just about, yeah, it really talk. <laughs> Every year, so yeah, nah, man, nah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, nah, I ain't trying to hear that neither. Getting yeah. the dance, getting the dance. Yeah, let's let's get in there. You never know what can happen, Especially man. You be your host. Yeah, no, what could happen? Because they'll, they'll be at, they'll be at the game. They'll be at the playoff game. Right, come on, right. You know what I mean, man. But uh, speaking of playoff game, big big game this week. To me, the only the only real big game yeah. of the week. Uh, man, we got the uh, rematch of the NFC Championship game from last season. Sunday afternoon. San Francisco 49ers going up to Philly to play the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm. Man, uh, the Eagles had a hell of a game last week against the Buffalo Bills. That, mm. that right now, that's probably game of the year. Um, you know, 49ers, uh, they, they've been on the roll here after they bye week. They've been, they've been rolling along, had that big Thanksgiving win against the uh, Seahawks. Um, so, you know, now both teams are kind of where we thought they were going to be at, you know, at this point of the season where – this is a chance to 
solidify probably who gets home field advantage throughout the playoffs um, on the NFC side, and you know who who can have those those bragging rights, man. Who you uh, who you got in this one? I want to. Yeah. Pick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna pick the 49ers. I'm gonna take the 49ers, and the reason why I'm gonna take the 49ers, I as as good as Philly has been in the second half, as good as they've been in the second half of football games, and being able to come back, coming back against uh, Kansas City, and then last week coming back against Buffalo, I do not see you getting in the hole against San Francisco and coming back and winning that game. If 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 Philly goes down. 14 points, they're down 14 and a half. They're going to be firm with some trouble. That defense is not, is not to be played around with. They cannot have the same first half struggles that they've had the last couple of weeks against this San Francisco 49ers team who's got their mojo back now that Debo and Trent Williams are back. They've got it back, and they're going to have something to prove. Obviously, it's not going to. Them winning this game is not going to, quote-unquote, get revenge from <laughs> from last year. But it's definitely, I believe, the San Francisco is going in there and send a message because they definitely feel like, and I know a lot of people feel like, that wasn't a real NFC championship game. First quarter, the quarterback goes, your starting quarterback goes down, then a couple, a couple quarters later, the backup goes down. So you got Christian McCaffrey back there playing Wildcat quarterback. So I think San Francisco is, is going to be highly motivated to play this game on Sunday. I think they're going to be hyped. They're going to be ready. And if Philly goes down, they are in for a long night because they will not. They, that defensive line, they just rotate. They can rotate four at a time if they wanted to. They just rotate and they just keep coming you up, come, uh, at you at waves. You got Freight Warner at that linebacker position, it's, it's, they're going to try to get after Jalen Hurts. They're going to try to get after him, get him off his spot. They got to be able to keep him in the pocket and not let him affect the game with his legs. Because that has shown the bite teams and bite teams late. So what happened with Buffalo, especially in that overtime. That's how they scored. But a lot of those third downs, he's able to extend drives with his legs. But I'm going with San Francisco. I think they're playing. Good football. I think they got their mojo back. And I think they're going to be up in this game. And it's it's not going to – they won't be the comeback kids again. Philly won't be the comeback kids again. You know, those, those slow starts are come back to bottom in this game. So I'm going to go San Fran on the road. I think that uh, possibly this game could kind of be similar to the, the Philly-Kansas City game. I think we're going to see – the defense is shine just a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, there may be some few – there may be some explosive plays here and there every now and again, but I think uh, it won't be like any lapses or anything. Like, everything is going to be earned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every Everything is going to be earned. Um, I just feel like Philly keep finding ways to – to win, yeah. bro. They, they, they find, they've been finding so many different ways to win. Um, I just feel like until somebody ends up beating them, bro, and which 49ers are the team that could do it, 
I'm going to roll with Philly. I feel like until a team can come in there and, you know, and, and beat them to where they don't allow them to come back, like you said, that they mm-hmm. probably, won't, you know, won't end up happening. Um, I just think, you know, they won't be necessarily so rattled by it just because, you know, they, they've yeah. been down and they, they, you know, they've blown teams out. They've been in close games. You know, they pulled away late in the second half. They won last second. You know, they've, They've done it in so many different ways. I think, you know, nothing will necessarily phase them. So I yeah. feel like until a team comes in and just, you know, squarely beats them and, and, and don't let up and 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 take care of or take care of business, I think Philly is just going to end up doing what they have to do. So uh, it, can the 49ers do it? Yes, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. They did if, if If any team would do it, it would be the 49ers. Um, but I just think, man, Philly is just – I don't know, man. They just they winning in so many ways. I just can't see them losing right now until I see them actually lose. So I'm a, I'm a roll with Philly, man. I think it's gonna be a great game, though. You know, like oh, I, said, yeah. I don't. I mean, I, I feel like it's gonna be kind of similar to, like I said, to how Philly and Kansas City play. You know, not a lot of points like we thought it may be, um, but you know, uh, everything is gonna be earned. But then again, I wouldn't be surprised to end up being just like how. Buffalo and Philly was this past Sunday, where it's yeah. it's a shootout. You know, it's it, both teams are capable of of doing doing just that. You know, whether it be close defensive, you know, battles tough, earn every yard, or it can be you know back and forth trap me. It can happen either way, man. But I, I think just because one them being at home helps a little bit too. Uh, yeah, no doubt. I give that slight, slight. I mean, minute <laughs> edge to to Philly. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to roll with Philly, man. But I, I think it's going to be a great game for sure. Now, getting over here to uh, college football. Yeah. Uh, like I said, we just wrapped up. We just wrapped up the regular season. So now I saw a post on Facebook uh, from Funny Man. He's a big Alabama fan, and he—he's he, really—he t- was joking. Videos, man. I haven't—I haven't—I haven't seen—I haven't seen any either. Okay. Yet. I haven't seen this past week either yet. But he—he—he he, he put a post which I wholeheartedly agree with him. I, in a, I know, like he was joking, but anyway, I do agree with him. He says that this is essentially the first round of the college football playoff. I know it's like not official. But if in a way, when oh. you think about it, oh yeah, oh yeah, for certain you, teams, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when yeah, you yeah. when you think about it, it's kind of like okay, this this is the college football playoff. It might not be mm-hmm. officially it, but this is the college football playoff because this is going to determine who goes, you know, to mm-hmm. the next round and everything like that, man. But um, as quickly we look at the rankings here, um, nothing too major. Uh, all the, the undefeated teams that's left, far as like Power Five, is ranked one to four. There's Georgia, Michigan, Washington, uh, Florida State. Um, yeah. Interesting. Ohio State only drops down four spots, so they're in at six, uh, right behind Oregon. I felt that was a little weird. Um, yep. Just because that they're not playing this weekend, I thought maybe they should be under the teams that are playing. Um, this weekend, granted, I guess they're trying to say, you know, they just had their losses. Their loss is to an undefeated team. I, I, I guess, you know, I don't know, but just when I see a team like Ohio State at six and they're not playing this weekend, that just, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like that just yeah. kind of is something that way. If something crazy happens, it's kind of giving them a chance. And not saying that they're a bad, they're a bad football team because they're not a bad football team, but it's nah. just. Mm-hmm. I feel like their loss was the worst loss as far as timing 
of losing yeah. out of all the teams. You know what I mean? Yeah, they. this is not the situation that happened last year where Ohio State had C.J. Stroud and they, I, I can concur, especially with everything that happened, USC losing Ohio State was one of the best teams, one of the best four teams in the country last year. Yeah. This year they're not. And they just lost. And the way they the way this ranking looks, it's almost like if you're outside of the if you're outside of the top six, man, you are not getting in this thing. That's what it looks like now. It should I, not be that way because That's funny, because I was just about to ask you that. I was like, is 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 Texas and Alabama screwed? They, are they screwed? They shouldn't be. If Alabama wins on on Saturday, they should be in. They should be in. Texas needs help. Texas is going to need. They're probably. They're probably going to. They're going. To, well, not probably. They're going to need Florida State to lose. They have Florida State has to lose, and they're going to have to. After that, I don't know what else could happen. I mean, after that, they're just gonna have to hope for hope and pray that they put them in over a one-loss Oregon, or if Oregon was to win, or maybe that they don't throw Georgia in. Because I could see if Bama beats Georgia, I could see Georgia still being in. If Florida State loses, I could see it being Michigan. Say Michigan and Washington win, I could see it being Michigan, Washington, Alabama, and then you down. The, you're down to Georgia and Texas. Because Oregon will be out because they'll have two losses. Ohio State should be out. So now you're down to them too. Georgia's been number one team basically all year. You see them? So it makes it look that way. I don't think that it is. But it definitely makes it look like if you're not in that top six, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. Bama loses, you're done. Oregon losers, you're done. Really, what really to be honest, what part what Oregon, I mean, what Texas probably needs is for Georgia to win, for Washington to win, and for and for Florida State to lose. Probably so. I mean, they're, 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 outside they're, Oregon and Alabama, two lost teams. Florida State loses, they're done, and now they can they hop over and they they hop over they win they hop over uh, Ohio State. And there you go, Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Texas. So that's probably the best case scenario for them. But it, it definitely makes it look like if you're not in that top six, you 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 won't be you won't be in the college football playoff. So um, Ohio State going down to just four definitely surprised me. Definitely surprised me. Yeah, cause cause I I believe like if Texas was at six, I feel like if they were at six, they would feel a little bit better about it because mm-hmm. there's not as there's not as much help as they would need just be, just off of that one little spot because essentially you know we know Oregon and Washington is both going for a spot, so mm-hmm. that's gonna eliminate that's gonna eliminate one team. So now that's a spot that's you know, that's taken, but then, you know, it's, it's also eliminated. And then at that point, depending on who wins, which that kind of helps them, it's kind of a good thing that the Pac-12 championship is Friday because that kind of, it sets up. 
you solidify. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it sets up a lot of stuff. It sets up a lot of stuff for sure. So they 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 kick it off definitely. It sets up a lot of stuff because let's just say, let's say Oregon beats Washington. So okay, you got to put Oregon in at that point. So they, I gotcha. think you said it's solidified a spot. Okay. I don't. I don't see Washington being back in the mix in that conversation of it. So I say that they'll be out, right? So now mm-hmm. at that point, let's just say, let's just say, all right, Oregon wins, Georgia wins, Michigan wins. So now we're down. It's down to Texas and Texas and let's say Florida State. Whew, I mean, the help is still there, but then you don't feel as bad because now it's just kind of like, all right, if we win. Mm-hmm. If we get a Louisville win, we know that we in. You know, but if but if Washington wins, that kind of screws it up some for them because now it's like, all right, that's now we know it's three spots instead of two, you yeah. know, or whatever. So I, I, you know, I don't know, but I mean, it's it's gonna be interesting. Man. It's championship weekend. It's 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 a lot at stake for not just you know the 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 playoffs for the top four teams. Is you know who's going to what bowl, what group of five team. Is going to be the representative because we got SMU and Tulane for the AAC, um, and then there's New Mexico State and Liberty in the Conference USA Championship game. So obviously, uh, if Tulane wins, they they get that spot. But if Liberty, uh, Liberty wins on Friday and SMU beats Tulane, now they get Liberty in to represent for the Group of Five team. So it's it's a lot of stake, man, for oh, yeah. uh, for these championship games, man. So you got you got those games. Uh, you know, all, all over, man. Just getting ready to set up here, but um, we're gonna get right into it. That first game on tap, man. We got Oregon, Washington. Uh, the rematch, Pac-12 championship. It, it's it's a lot on the line. A spot in the college football playoff here is on the line. Uh, Oregon has been on a tear after since that Washington game, and. Washington has had some close calls as, since that game and on down. So, you know, it came down to uh, a few plays here and there up there in Seattle. Uh, if I'm not, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the Pac-12 championship game is in Vegas. So, neutral it's site. Yeah, yep. it's in Vegas. So, neutral site. It's going to be interesting to see. I think this is the toughest game to call to a certain extent. To me, it's the toughest one to call. Who you got in this one? I'm really surprised. This, a lot of people are picking Oregon, and it's almost like it's a like people people are picking Oregon like it's a no brainer, which shocks me. Like it's people, yeah. Oregon has been on a on a tear, but or, Washington has been playing some tough comp the last couple of weeks, and yeah, they might not have won as. As stylish as, as you might have hoped, but two road games at USC and then at at Oregon State and then they beat Utah at home. Those are three tough games, and all three of those schools were ranked when they played them. So I'm like, yeah, they played tough. Oregon has been rolling, but Washington has has showed some character in some of these wins that they've had over the last couple of weeks. I mean, obviously, it was a thriller when they played earlier in the season. I've been on the Washington train all year. Y'all have heard me talk about Washington for the last couple weeks. And them progressively just passing test after test after test. 
Right now, Oregon is a nine and a half point favorite. I think that that mm. that will. I think that will dwindle. Yeah, nine and a half, man. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I don't think Oregon has been playing that much better. I think you get in the neutral site now, and where there's no weather to worry about, and both these quarterbacks are going to be able to go out there and just throw this football around. I like the connection with Mike Penix and Roma Duzier. I think they've been balling. They've been rolling the last couple of weeks, too. They got two NFL-caliber receivers. Um, I know uh, the slot guy, he's been getting back from. He was hurt. Um, so he's kinda, he was getting back in the form and everything. I'm going with Washington, man. I'm going to stick with it. I've been I've raved about him and caught the bottom all season. I think Washington gets the dub in another close game, another thriller. Um, I think they hold on and win, man. I don't, I don't see why. I don't get maybe I, let me not say I don't see it, but I don't get the whole like this is just going to be a a, a walk in the park like this is just foregone conclusion that Oregon's going to win this football game. Washington is good. Washington is good, and they are not going to roll over. Uh, so I expect it to be a thrill. I'm gonna go with Washington. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a thriller. Um, man, I didn't know the line was that deep though. Far not that's. Nine. It'll, it'll, it'll go down. That's basically saying, break. yeah, it got to be, but I'm saying that's basically saying 10 points. They're saying the double-digit favorites. Yeah, I, that's tough. That's that's hard for me to give a team. And I, I know things have changed since the last time they played, but that's hard for me to give mm-hmm. a team who lost to that team early and, man, have them as a 10-point favorite. I just mm, – I don't I don't know about that because I'm, I'm, I'm all about results. I mean, the last time they mm-hmm. played – Washington was the team that won. So, yeah. uh, I think, you know, everybody, I think what it is is everybody, it's been so many years that Oregon was supposed to be that team out of the Pac 12. They're supposed to be the team that's supposed to no come doubt. out. If it wasn't them, it was supposed to be USC. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be the ones that's supposed to be coming out here to Pac 12. And, you know, year in, year out, they've, they've had a chance, mm-hmm. um, but they've ended up blowing it. <laughs> And then by the time they get to the Pac-12 championship game, you know they they may they may win it, but they're not going to the playoffs. You know they're going they're yeah. just going to uh, you know uh, a New Year's Six game and everything like that. But the fact that this one has a they have a legit shot to go to it, I think that's why everybody is kind of on it. And I you know I know they haven't been to the playoffs since you know the first inception of it uh, when yeah. it first got started, which was you know ten years ago and everything. Yeah. Um, so maybe it is time. But I'm with you. I'm going with Washington. I I, I think uh, I think Michael Penix Jr. has another crazy game that he has. Uh, uh, you know, obviously this is him and Bo Nix going there. There two guys that's in the talks. If I'm not mistaken, in the talks for the Heisman conversation, which mm-hmm. that's that's that'll well we'll find out who probably wins that before or after. You know. All of this, you know, is done and everything like that once the season yeah. wraps up. Um, so this is another chance to showcase that. Uh, even though if I had to vote, my vote would be Jaden Daniels. But, uh, yeah, but, yeah. That's, that's just me. But, you know, hey. I, I, I ain't mad at it. I, yeah, you know, I if if one of them winning, I ain't mad at it neither. But, you know, um, yeah, man, I just, I just think just because, you know, we've seen Washington be battle-tested. We got the we got the week and they come out on top. The one time we saw Oregon battle tested, they were on the losing end of it. 
Yeah. So to me, that just I, I, I wanted the team who's gone, who's had that experience of being being battle tested for for weeks. You know, this is this yeah. hasn't been like a once every two weeks thing. Like this, this was pretty much that whole back half or back you know third yeah. of the season. It was it was week after week. Like they were they were fighting just to stay unbeaten. Like it was so many close calls. Uh, you know. On the road, weather, mm. all kind of stuff that they had to deal with. So I, I'm with you. I'm going to Washington. I think they go ahead and do that. And they solidify that, and you know that that will probably make a few fans of certain schools mad because it's kind of like, okay, well that's one spot that's gone, and it yep. is what it is. And yep. that's that. Um, the next game on tap, uh, you know. Year in and year out, it's, it's, it seems like now it's it's always coming down <laughs> to these two teams. Uh, I've seen some people say this is the de facto national championship game. Boys. <laughs> boys it's, it's, yeah. I'll tell you this. It, 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 it was in 2012. I'll tell you that. It was in 2012. Man, it still let, hurts Go, man. It still, so it still hurts. It still hurts me to that day when <laughs> when Aaron, I he got. I said, man, I'm a. I'm sitting there watching. I don't feel like a coach. I said, spike it, spike yeah. it, spike it. And they tried to run a play, and I was like, oh my god, it's okay, man. It's Bruh. okay. But any, anyway, so y'all know what we're going. With this, this is number one Georgia, number eight Alabama SEC championship game. Uh, this is, I think, gonna be the fourth time in recent. I think history far as uh meeting in the SEC championship. Yeah. Uh yeah, this is fourth time here recently since that 2012. So and Alabama has won all three meetings. Um there was the there was a 32-28 in um 2012 and then uh 2018 you had the 35-28 game uh where Jalen Hurts came in for two uh in, in mm-hmm. that second half and got that and then two years ago um in 2021 where uh Pretty much that Georgia defense was shutting down everybody. And then here comes Bryce Young and Jameson Williams and, and John Mitchie, and they just blew the doors off of them. You know, granted, yeah. unfortunately, Jameson Williams, uh, Jameson Williams, uh, you know, got hurt. And then was it him or was it Mitchie? Which one of them? It, it was Mitchie yeah. got hurt in that one. And it, it, he got hurt James in the championship game. In the championship game. Yeah. yeah, okay. But um, so obviously, you know, um, yes. Georgia won the, I guess, the one that you could say they really counted at that point the last time they met for us with the National Championship game. But the last three meetings here in the SEC Championship, Alabama has come out on top. Um, who you got in this one? The line is five and a half. In favor of Georgia, that. just so you know. Five I can see that. In favor of Georgia. I can see that one. Both teams have started to play better, especially toward the back half of this season. Georgia finally, finally in that Ole Miss game looked like the team who we thought they should be. They should have been all season. They came out and they dominated Ole Miss. Alabama, obviously, with that, with the with the loss to Texas, and then it, beginning of the season, trying to figure out the quarterback situation, it just didn't look good for Alabama. I didn't see them really 
I thought LSU was going to come out of the West. I thought LSU was going to be a team come out of the SEC West. And they they got it together. Jalen Milrow has been playing lights out football. And this Alabama team, man, is a force to be reckoned with right now. This is going to be a great football game. Four o'clock Eastern, four Eastern time. For my people that's central, three o'clock. Make sure you sit down in front of a TV till you turn, put your phone on, do not disturb, whatever you got to do. All right, pay attention. This is about to be some old school football right here. Defense and run game. That's what this is going to come down to. I think both teams are going to be able to make plays throughout the game, through the air. Now, Georgia is going to miss Brock Bowers. I know he didn't play last week against Georgia Tech. They might have tried to get him back a little too soon. Because it seemed like he just had not been right. He just, he, it keeps, it keeps bugging him. And he wasn't able to go against Georgia Tech. He just, he hadn't, he hasn't been the same. He just has not been able to get right. So, and, and I don't, I don't, I don't know if I really see him playing on Saturday or being a big contributor on Saturday. So it's going to be Lad McConkey and son in the company because you're probably going to miss Bob Bowers. I'm going to pick Alabama. I'm going to pick Alabama to win this game. I think that Miro made some plays with his legs. And I think that defense makes enough plays. And they make a play late. They get a late turnover to help seal this win. But I'm going to go with Alabama. I think that they've been hearing about Georgia the last couple of years. And obviously, if that Nick Saban obviously remembers the 2021, beating them in the SEC championship game, moving to them in the national championship. You don't have John Mechie. You don't have Jameson Williams. So you feel like I didn't have all my horses in that game. But we ended up ultimately ended up losing. Last year they didn't make the they didn't make the playoff. They made the ACC championship game, so that didn't happen. So I think they're gonna be motivated. They're gonna be motivated to come out and get this football game. I'm gonna go with Bama. I'm gonna pick Alabama. Um in a tight in a tight one. Um but Georgia played around with Georgia Tech a little bit last week. Granted it's a rivalry game, but they they were flirting. They were flirting yeah. just a little bit. They were flirting just a little bit. So um, I'm gonna take Bama. I'm gonna take Bama in a close one. I think that Brock Bowers' injury, man, I, that that's it hasn't hurt him yet, but it, it, that hurts. That hurts in a game like this. You could you could definitely use Brock Bowers in this game on Saturday, and I, I just don't know. He's not gonna be 100. percent See, bro, I I told you, I told you. you when I mean, you called it. I said it. I said it, bro. It, Honestly, he could have waited and came back maybe either the UT game or or came back last week. Yeah, and we and would have been fine. You know what I'm saying? Get a get a couple games back under your belt, under your win, and we, and we get you for this stretch run here for pot for possibly three yeah. more games. You know, a chance at three more games, right? So, you know, I don't know. Now, granted, like you said, I mean, it hasn't come back to to bite them in 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 the, in the rear end yet. They've been able to still win 
without mm-hmm. them. But now, you know, we this is this is a different animal we're talking about. This is this is Alabama. This is Nick Saban. You know, this team that we saw back early week two, who lost to Texas. This is not the same Alabama team now. It's not. It's not. Uh, we we know how it is. With Jalen Miro has taken full control of uh, uh, Miro has taken full control over this offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jermaine Burton has came along uh, for for them as well, uh, a, a former Bulldog. Uh, so obviously he will, he will want this one too. You know, real real bad, real bad. Um, the last time these two teams played. I went against Georgia because I just didn't. I just didn't trust I Kirby. I didn't trust Kirby enough to feel like that they would get it done because the previous history is just seeming like he know how he know how to coach against everybody else until he get the nick, and then he don't know how to coach no more. So then I'm just kind of like, all right, bro. Yeah. I do feel like the fact that. He finally did get over that hump to get him mm-hmm. two years ago. Gives him a little bit more confidence. No doubt. Um, so, for the sake for the sake of sportsmanship and my household, I gotta roll with the dogs. <laughs> I, I I I gotta roll with the dogs, man. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You um, can't. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> just, just be. I mean, and then honestly, just because if. If this happens to Alabama wins, now we we have ultimate. This is real chaos now. Oh this yeah, is real chaos because now, yep. we get to now we really get into like, are we leaving out conference champions? You know, to get which, and I think it depends on how it happens, right? If it comes down to the last second and it's like you know thirty one twenty seven Alabama beats Georgia, I think you gotta. You got to still keep them in just because it's like, all right, they lost on the last, you know, last minute drive or whatever, something mm-hmm. like that. But if we talking about it's, you know, 41-21, 31-10, you know, yeah. Yeah. And then at that point, even me as a fan, I'm going to say we don't deserve to be in there. Because we pretty much wet the bed last the, at the most oper- most unopportune time to do that. And yeah. we did it. But in the end, I hope that we just whole serve and secure that spot. I'm rolling with the dogs. I just I got to. I mean, yeah. And I think that's part of the reason why I'm picking Bama too is because now we really do get okay. Who do you think are the best four teams in the country? Yep. Who do you yep. think? Because like you said, are you gonna leave out? Or now are you gonna leave out a conference champion? They at eight. This is the furthest a team will come up to go to the playoff. Are you gonna leave Alabama out? Yep, yep. Because if, if, if they win and if they win and every and all the other favorites win, then what? Yeah, <laughs> one loss, conference champion, beat number one team. What you gonna do? So, but yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You 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 gotta pick Georgia, man. You can't. This house divided over there, for sure. For sure, definitely <laughs> got to do that, man. Definitely got to do that. You know. And then, um, man, the, f- the final game that we got here on the Pick'em, um, maybe not the sexiest game, but, man, the, everybody's going to be tuned in for it once all the other games is done. You know, Friday we'll figure out 
Friday, we, we Friday we already know from who the Pac-12 will be there. You know, Texas, Texas. Uh, if they win, they kick us off Saturday morning. We got the SEC championship right there in the, in the, in the afternoon. So once they finish up, you know, I mean, I guess if you're a fan of the Big Ten, I guess you can watch that one. I mean, I, I guess. But I didn't, eyes, know, I didn't know that I was ranked or had 10 wins. I had no clue. And probably probably hadn't even scored over 30 points. In- hey, man. Hey, <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Hey. They got 10 wins, man. Oh, they man. do. They do. They, they do. Wins, they got we, 10 wins. I can't, I can't argue. Points, man. We ain't worried about their points. They win games. That's all friends worry about. They scoring more than the other. Right. They scoring That's more than the other team. <laughs> Nebraska blew that game. I watched the Nebraska-Iowa game. They blew it. We ain't going to talk about it. Let's get to AC Championship. But they sure. blew it. But sure. yeah, but I, I think for the you know for the sake of you know drama and uncertainty, all eyes are gonna be glued Saturday night to that ACC championship game between fourteen number fourteen Louisville and number four Florida State. Um, obviously, no Jordan Travis, um, so that mm-hmm. is that is holding a, uh, a a major cloud over Florida State um, because this is pretty much it's it's a must win for them. They. I think out of all the teams that's that's ranked right now, they have the they can't they can't afford to lose. I mean, you no. know, they no. they really can't they really can't afford to lose because everybody knows that they lose, but they're definitely not in. You know, mm-hmm. they're definitely not in, and that that's opening up the door for either a Texas or an Alabama, possibly a Georgia, who you know, however, whatever happens earlier in that day. But, um, but I mean, Louisville, um. Blowing that game last week against Kentucky, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Who who you got? Let me, let me ask you this question before I give my pick. If if Florida State wins, do they get in? Gosh, I mean, it's I mean it's it's all kind of predicated on what happens before all of them, but. I say if I say if all the favorites end up winning, yeah, and say wins, Michigan obviously wins, Washington wins, so Oregon is out, Florida State wins. Are they in? So now we're talking about Florida State and Texas, right? I mean, are they one of the four best teams? Are they in the playoff, man? You on that? Are they? Are, are they one of? Are they one of the four best teams? If it was up to me, I would say no. Because, but because there's Jordan, no. If, yes, I would. Then at that point, it's a no brainer. Okay. It's a no brainer. But okay. do I want to? You know what I'm saying? Like, let's be because at that point, now we're putting them at four. So at that point, if everybody holds serve, we talking about Georgia versus Florida State. <sighs> yeah. You know what's coming, yeah. Do that sound? You know what I'm saying? Do that sound yeah. like compared to compared to maybe sitting, you know, getting a little preview of next year, Georgia, Texas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, right. I don't know, but then, but then it's kind of like, well, they undefeated, right? I mean, they didn't lose a game, so uh, I don't know, man. Okay, so. Um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm picking Louisville. 
I'm picking Louisville because of your quarterback situation down in Tallahassee. I just don't I don't they were able to muscle up and beat Florida. Florida isn't all that great. They weren't all that great. Right. Right. Um they were down early and they were able to come back and win that game. I, I'll say this, if Florida State does win, I, I I need people to keep the same energy because people have talked about, you know, Florida State winning and regardless if it was Jordan Travis or not, Florida State winning and they're talking about how the ACC was weak and, you know, they played this and that and all that type of stuff. Uh, Newsflash, this is the same ACC that Clemson been winning for the past four, five, six years. It's the same conference. It's the same poo-poo teams that have been playing in this conference when Clemson was doing all this and winning. So I don't want to hear this now. I don't want to hear it now. I don't want to hear people talking about the ACC is weak and stuff like that. Now, it's been weak. It's been weak. It's been weak. We've been, been weak for a minute for now. another team to get good because of how weak it's been. Yeah. Because Clemson is like, please, can Florida State get back good? Can Miami get rolling? Somebody texts anybody. Can somebody get back to relevancy? Because this conf- Clemson is running roughshod through the conference. But no one was saying nothing when they were doing it. So I don't want to hear nothing about, about it now when Florida State is doing it. I want to hear it. All right. Now I got my soapbox. I'm picking Louisville because of your quarterback situation. I just don't know if they're going to be able to overcome that. I think that Florida State has better players. I think they have better players, especially at some of your different spots. Verse, Jeff Verse at the DN, he's a monster. We all know about Keon Coleman and Johnny Wilson. I'm a big, I, I like watching Johnny Wilson play. I think he's one of the better receivers in the league. To be 6'7", and be receiver and do what he does, is he's, he's different. And Coleman is too. They got a good running back. That quarterback position, though, you got to have a guy. And in a game like this, that trigger man means a lot. And if it was Jordan Travis, I'm picking Florida State. He's out. I'm going to Louisville. That's really what it comes down to. So, so with your picks, how you have it is, are you saying it's Michigan, Washington, Texas, Alabama? Because I know we didn't pick the Texas game, but we're assuming that they're going to win. I assume that they will win. Right. Michigan, Alabama, Washington. It has to be. It would yeah. come down between Texas and Georgia. And to me, and to me, to me, I don't think that the NC Championship game is not going to be a blowout. It's going to be a t- if I feel like this. If it's a blowout, it's going to be a blowout in favor of Georgia. Okay. I don't see it being a blowout in favor of Alabama. If it's a blowout in favor of Alabama, I'll be shocked. Yeah. I wouldn't be too, too surprised if, if Georgia jumped out on them and, and blew them out, and blew Alabama out. But it comes down to Georgia and, and, and Texas, and because I believe it's going to be a close game, I don't see them leaving Georgia out. Mm, gotcha. Which would be tough. It would yeah. be tough because you're leaving out a conference champion that has one loss. 
I just I. I mean, you know, a conversation going to get left out the, anyway. The committee, if that happens, I I don't see the committee leaving out Georgia. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I feel that. So I think it, I think Georgia would be the fourth team. Um, in Texas, <laughs> Texas would be the odd man, odd man out. I mean, it, I feel yeah, that. It was rough. I feel that. Okay, okay. I just just want to see where you was at with that. I, I want to pick Louisville just because somewhere, somewhere, some chaos got to get started. Some somebody, somebody has to start some chaos somewhere. So I'm just afraid that they won't do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna still go ahead and pick Louisville anyway. <laughs> Okay. Just because I kind of, I just want to see some chaos. I I don't know. I just feel like I mean Florida State has been chugging along this far, mm-hmm. and now obviously you know they've gone the past you know pretty much well essentially two games, um, you know without Jordan Travis. But albeit it was North Alabama and it was Florida, mm-hmm. so you know I don't know. This this would be uh this this would be their toughest test. Toughest test for sure, as far as stakes and everything that's on the line here for him, uh, and just not having Jordan Travis to me, that just it, ah, it just makes it tough for me yeah. to pick them. Even though I won't be surprised if uh, Coach Norville got them got them boys right and they found a way to pull it out, um, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. But um, I don't know, man. I just think it. I. I Louisville can may may find a way to win it, but they can also find a way to give it away, kind of like yep. they did last week against Kentucky, because they they should have had that game won, but you know they didn't, um, and they could have. Well, I don't know if they would have made that big of a jump, but still, they they could have had a lot of say so and a lot of things too and everything like that. But uh, I mean, you know, we we we've seen it before, man. You know, Oregon done it, yep. did it one year in the Pac-12 championship, just ruined it for Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Utah did it yeah, <laughs> last year <laughs> against USC. So, yeah. I mean, you know, the the some somebody's somebody is gonna start some chaos for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just don't know who it's coming from, and you know, we'll obviously we we saying that it's gonna come from the ACC. Now, I will say this: I know we didn't pick this game because I know we're assuming that Texas is gonna win, but they better bring. They better bring their lunch pad, man. Oklahoma State is because you know who they giving the ball to. He gonna get it. You know who they giving the he ball to. Going to, we gonna hand this football off. Here he come. <laughs> Here he come. Oh, I guarantee if it's if it's close, I guarantee he's touching at least twenty five, maybe thirty times. If it's last well, he had thirty four. He had thirty four. So I'm saying he had thirty four last game. So I'm already. I'm a. I'm already knowing, bro. I'm already knowing. Gordon, Gordon, getting that rock, boy. He getting that rock. There you go. So I did. They, them boys better come strapped. If, if them Texas, boys better come strapped. Because now, I mean, we a couple days out now. Texas wins. Florida State wins. Whoever wins the Pac-12. So you have Georgia. Let's say Georgia, Michigan. Whoever the Pac-12 champion. Then you got Florida State wins and Texas wins. Me personally, if we talk about four best teams, I feel like Texas is a better team than Florida State. I would agree. But I feel like the committee would go 
where they haven't lost a game yet, are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna tell an undefeated team that they can't get? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 so much that's already happened before this. We like Jordan Travis getting hurt has already caused enough chaos as it is. Because if Florida State wins, now you have now there is there is a serious discussion because it's like yeah they beat Florida and they beat Louisville. They're gonna be the fourth seed, and they're gonna have to go to New Orleans because it's the Cotton Bowl and the Sugar Bowl, right? Cotton Bowl, Sugar Bowl. Uh, I think it's the it's the Rose Bowl and it is. Ooh. I thought it was the Rose. If I'm not mistaken, I think the Rose Bowl is the semifinal. Yes, it's the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl. Oh, yeah. They're going to have to go to New Orleans. It's going to be, you know, Georgia, Florida State kind of meet in the middle. No, it ain't going to be far from Tallahassee, but. Yeah. Yeah, that ain't that ain't that ain't that, that ain't far away. That ain't far away from Athens either. I, I, I foresee, I foresee that outcome already without Jordan Travis. They have a shot with Jordan Travis in the game. If if it's not Jordan Travis, man, that, that's not going to be a ball game. I'm gonna let y'all know right now. All right. Yeah, because now, because then at that point we're gonna be like, okay, here we go again. The semifinals games is just being. And yeah. I've heard a lot say they would, they would. Florida State would be able to do put up a performance kind of like what Cincinnati did when Cincinnati was in the playoff. I don't know if I truly agree with that, but I can understand it because you do not have Jordan Travis. So that 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 Florida State Texas that's where it's going to get tricky. What I will not stand for is because Ohio State sitting there at six if is if. Florida State wins, Texas wins, and you sitting there, and y'all find a way to, to throw Ohio State in that mix, then we might throw throw the playoff away. Throw it away. Throw the playoff away. Take me back to the computers. Take me back to the computers, because I ain't doing this. I ain't doing this. Because you can't tell me that Ohio State better than Texas. And I I'm not, and then you're not about to tell me that they deserve to be in, like you said, over undefeated. At least Texas would have a, a argument. You're not even in your conference championship, so right. But yeah, it's it starts Friday. I think the Big Ten championship is Friday night. It's Friday too. No, uh, it's so Friday is just a conference USA championship in a it's Pac-12 in the Pac-12. So and everybody okay. and everybody else is on Saturday. It's Saturday, okay. All right. So yeah, it's gonna be Friday night starts the madness. Friday night starts the Friday night solidifies who's gonna be in one of those Pac twelve teams is gonna be in and then Saturday is it's go time. Saturday is go time. So this is what but this is what you want. This is what you want. These games mean something. Yeah. These these championship games mean something. Couple years they won't. Well next year they won't. Because there'll be twelve teams in and you have Three or four SEC teams in, and everybody's going to be upset. Right, well, have better teams in your conference. Because now here comes Texas and Oklahoma now. Yep. There's going to be four teams next year from the SEC. Oh, you can book that. 
There's going to be four teams in the playoff next year from the SEC. Georgia being Texas, probably Alabama, and you'll get like an LSU or, or shoot. Right now, I mean, Missouri, like who is it? Is the playoff 12 team right now? How many SEC? One. What, four? Well, I guess if you count two, Texas, wouldn't it be five? Ooh, oh, I'm tripping. I forgot. One, two, three, four, five, six. Because Oklahoma's in that 12. So you got Oklahoma at 12, Ole Miss at 11, Missouri at nine, Georgia, I mean Alabama at eight, Texas at seven, and Georgia at one. That'd be six. Yeah. SEC, baby. SEC ball. It just means <laughs> hey yo <laughs> for sure man man but hey for real it is it's gonna be a fun fun weekend man i'm gonna be uh yeah i'm gonna be locked in um i'm gonna be hopefully i don't know if they'll be on tv but i'm gonna be trying to see if i can flip channels between the games on Friday and then figure out the state championship games here, see if they'll have someone. I'll be I'll be locked in watching man and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So I am I'm gonna be I'm gonna be tuned in for sure. Uh man, you got any uh any words for the people, man, as we get ready to wrap it up here? Mm. Nah, I, I hope everybody enjoyed the Thanksgiving. I hope everybody enjoyed the town with their family. This time of year is always good. Um because yeah, Thanksgiving and Christmas back to back. Really good way to, to to end the year off. Um, I think you just spend time with your folks, man. When you have a chance to, man, spend time with your folks. Um, it don't matter how if even if it's going, you know, even if you can only be with them for 10, 15 minutes, man. I think that we we get so caught up sometimes in the hustle and bustle with. You know, well, I'm going to do this and going to do that. I don't you know. I don't know if I can make it over there to see him, or 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 the next time I come back, I'll see him. You know, I think you, when you got a chance, man, kick it with your folks, man. Go see your folks. If you're blessed enough to have your grandparents still in your life and in a lot, man, go see them. Go see them. Go see your folks, your aunts, uncles, grandparents, cousins. Like, go. If you think, just go. Cause life is short, man. You just never know. And I think the older as I get, I don't want to get too deep. But I think the older as I get, man, especially I'm fortunate to have uh, my grandparents, both sets, still alive. Um, I cherish those moments with them a lot more than when you were younger. You just don't know. So um, just keep spending time with your folks, man. Be safe throughout the holidays. Stuff about to get crazy. Stuff already crazy. I've seen all the videos out there in LA. Y'all tripping out there in LA. Y'all stealing stuff out of the stores and stuff, man. So it's the holidays. Folks gonna be folks gonna be wilding. So be safe, be smart, and uh, be ready for next week. Watch these games this weekend. Uh, tell you four o'clock CBS. It's the last, the last, last SEC championship game on CBS. They got to send us out with a bang, man. Man, got to. Send us out. After the way Georgia, Alabama-Auburn finished, you, 
you gotta send us off with a we bang. Need it. Yeah, we need. You need that. another one. You gotta we send us off with one. a bang on Saturday, man. So it's, it's the yeah. it's the end to a, a glorious, glorious run <laughs> with CBS. Because next year we'll be watching Big Ten game of the week, Minnesota versus Nebraska. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> now the game in Nebraska, the, the, the crowd probably be it be it be lit because they they still oh, support their school for sure. The yeah, they'll be rocking, be, but, yeah. this, but the yeah, crowd but be they'll rocking. be rocking. Yeah, they'll be rocking for sure. They'll be rocking, but uh, yeah, same for me. Um, I ain't got much to say else either. Uh, you know, this 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 time of the year um uh, is a very very special time, man, for sure. Definitely try to spend as much time as you can with your family. Um, do what you can, man, and, and enjoy it. Uh, yeah, we know, we know there's things where, you know, gifts and all that stuff like that coming up, doing your little Christmas shopping now and getting ready for that, man. But the, the main important thing is, is this is spending time with your family, man, mm-hmm. coming together, you know, doing everything, um, and, you know, just making everybody, because, you know, some people, uh, you know, they don't like this time of the year, and rightfully so, because, you know, things aren't the same for them, uh, you know, people may not be in their lives anymore and everything like that, so uh, just cherish all those moments for sure mm-hmm. with your family, man. Um, continue to support the podcast, uh, follow the social media, uh, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, we appreciate that. Uh, love black women, cherish black women, protect black women. No means no. No means no. You know what I mean? I know it's getting cold out here and everything like that. You might have your little cuddle, buddy, but do it with consent. Yeah, still, same thing, do it with consent. It Because, you know, some people out here naming the news, man, and it's, it's getting wild. It's, it's, it's getting wild, which we ain't forgot about that. That'll, that'll get talked about. That'll get talked about, you know. Yeah. I, I know things. I know things are different out that way in Oklahoma, but think that, that'll get talked about. That'll get talked about. Don't don't think we ain't. Trust me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So don't don't you know? Now we ain't gonna run off and say nothing bad. We just gonna give you what what's been informed. So you know we ain't gonna say nothing crazy, but we just gonna give what's informed. But. That's another, you know, another story for another day, man. But, uh, yeah, continue to support the podcast, man. We appreciate it. Uh, Till the next time, this has been another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Peace.